Hey everyone, it's Ben here with a very quick announcement before today's show. We were lucky enough to be part of PAX last week, which was a really amazing opportunity uh, thanks to Matt Brown from Split the Party, who invited Greg along to be part of a panel of uh, of Dungeon Masters from all around the world, uh, including Amy T. Falcone and Kate Welch from Acquisitions Inc., Ginny Wu from Prima Games and Zach from I Speak Giant. And um, it was a really cool concept. All the DMs took uh, a turn at DMing in less than an hour. And needless to say, the show lived up to its name and chaos did reign. It was a super fun show and you can actually check it out online already. We have the links to that show up on our Facebook and Twitter page. And if you're listening to this way, 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 way after we release this episode, we'll no doubt have it up on our own website and you should be able to track it down by heading to twitch.tv and searching for PAX West 2019 Dungeon Masters and Dragons Where Chaos Reigns. So make sure you check it out. We hope you enjoy it and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Previously on Dice Paper Roll. Now that the devils knew their location, through a portal stepped a pit fiend to bring ruination. The devilish hooves began to pound, disturbing purple worms that hid underground. The tight five slunk forward as a battle did brew, over to the portal and then leapt straight through. Matt, the devil... Met them at the River Styx. All their transport needs he offered to fix. But Matt's devil contract was totally bogus. And the tight five discerned his operandi modus. With a spell and persuasion they booked a ride. In plain sight, disguised as devils they'd hide. But after one too many bad help... Reviews, Matt saw straight through them, and then off he flew. You are listening to Dice Paper Roll, a Dungeons and Dragons comedy adventure podcast. This is book two, chapter 19. Dice Paper Roll is brought to you as ever by our extremely generous Patreon subscribers, our patrons. Those people are by name and occupation. Alex Boak, awesome person. Blake Douglas, absolute legend. Daniel King, what a guy. Danielle B, oh yeah. Danny Carroll, he rings bells. Irene Cucci, she's amazing. Jasper Parker, 3D printer. Casper Morris, just absolute star of the show. Leaf Burner, busy boy. Louise Potter, Lewis Potter, Lewis Potter. Just a good name. Good name for a good person. Potter, Occupation in there as well. Liam Sterner R. He writes children's books for a living. Matthew Undead Ban. He is a tour guide of the underworld. Mika Wallace, juggler extraordinaire. Robbie Anderson. Don't know what you do. Ryan Lewis. You are a sweet butt. You're a sweet, sweet butt. Sammy Duncan. He builds things. Terry Keller. Sounds like Helen Keller. Trent Denham. You wear jeans. Trevor Goodchild. You're a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you to all those people. And uh, if you'd like to become a patron, you can go to either our website, find the link, or patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll. It's the best way to support us. There's lots of stuff on there. Um, yeah, like little little games and warm up shit that we were doing while we're here in Adelaide. We did a 10 minute warm up game. Yeah, you can go along and see, check it out. Mm. We'll get sent some merch at some point as well. And there's extra little bits and bobs up there. So do that. Yes, do that. Do that. Do that now. And, and review and like and all that stuff. And you'll have the warm feeling of knowing that you helped create this podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh. feels good inside. My name is Emil. I play Brackeye the Goliath Barbarian, who is currently disguised as a kind of fire elemental. He's He's got plate tectonic skin with rivers of lava going on underneath. He's got eyes that look like a fireplace that's really hot, a hot fireplace. 
There's also no marshmallows, but there could be. Just saying. If we wanted a marshmallow break, I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack and I'm playing Ariki's song, a tiefling bard who is currently looking like a more hornier devil than normal. My name is Greg. I'm playing Alan, Aaron, Aeon, an ASMR sorcerer of Helm, uh, who currently looks like a swirling cloud of smog and darkness that hovers above the uh, the rickety boat beneath his feet upon the river Styx. My name's Ben. I play Snatch, the halfling rogue and fighter slash gunslinger. He currently looks a little bit like himself, but a more impish version. Um, tall for an imp, he was on the college basketball team. And I'm Dan. I play Thundor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempest, who is currently looking uh, very much like a chain devil with chains wrapped around his arms, his waist and his face. The chains end with sharp hooks and whatnot. And, oh, scary. Um, uh, but I am also the dungeon master, who is also even more scary. <laughs> brought your own chains too i did awesome well let's just jump straight into it so you the tight five are in your devilish forms thanks to ariki's casting seeming on all of you these illusory forms that encase you making you look more fiendish than you actually are and so far you have been able to trick your tour guide down the river sticks matt but he has just become aware that maybe there is more than meets the eye as he is flying back to the last checkpoint to warn the other devils of your subterfuge. That's not good. How far away from the boat is he? Uh, he is currently 60 feet. You guys are traveling on a motor-powered uh dinghy down the river stick, so you are traveling at a pretty decent speed. Brackeye attempts to turn it around. Okay, awesome. Roll for me. Uh, do a... Steer boat check, yeah. Yeah, and animal handling check. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's actually a, just like a really tortured animal that he's fitted a, a motorboat. Yeah, the, the motor is actually an elemental that has been trapped inside the motor. Mm. And all the souls... Uh, well, the actually, yeah, that's what whales. I said the last time. It's all the souls of this water world of people and whales. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. <laughs> 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 okay, 17. 17, yeah, that's pretty good. You start to turn the boat around. You uh, bring it closer to one bank, and then you're able to turn it around, making quite a large turn, and you start making your way back towards the imp. He is currently now at 70 feet. How far away from the checkpoint is he? 100 feet. Can I see whether the devils on the checkpoint are looking at us or at... Roll a perception check for me. I've got my goggles on too. Yes, you do. So you have Which a... gives me advantage on perception checks. That was a five. That was a one. You get to re-roll the re-roll one. Re-roll the one. That uh, was an eight. Uh, Sixteen. So your goggles with the little red box that appears around any kind of enemy, it's kind of blinking in and out the distance um, and there's some kind of like smog that is rising up from the brackish water of the river Styx. It seems to be uh, making it a bit more difficult to target onto things, but you can also, it's a bit hard to see whether the uh, devils on the pier are looking in your direction. The devil's in the detail. <laughs> uh, Alan floats towards the back of the boat in his smoky form and a cry emanates from the darkness. Helm! Help me reach out to him! And I cast telekinesis with a distant spell. So it ranges 120 feet. Great. Um, so Helm's holy incorporeal hand grabs um, Matt uh, we need to make opposed strength checks, but I use charisma. Probably shouldn't have yelled Helm quite so loudly, but, you know. It echoes down the river. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting Hayland to do anything quietly, though. Oh, shit. Ten. Uh, strength checks? Yeah. Twelve. Oh. So he struggles oh, free. Can I cast inspiration? Can I cast inspiration on... Uh, so we've already oh, um, yeah. resolved the check, but you can still start playing a tune yeah. um, and cast Bardic Inspiration on 
someone. Uh, so yeah, the the incorporeal hand of Helm starts to wrap around Matt's body, and for a moment he he's like a seagull flying against the wind, and his uh, wings flap, um, and he stays motionless. But then he breaks free as the tendrils break away from his waist. Snatch pulls one of his pistols out and says, I can take a shot. Do it. Should I do it? He's yelled, Helm, I think our cover's blown. Let's just fucking do it. All right. As Ariki's tune plays behind you as you start to take aim, the red box starts to, like, go... Stay on target. And I'm going to use a grit point to use a dead eye shot on him, which will give me advantage on the attack. You can do it, Snatch. You're going to make him made of thatch. First one's 10. And the next one's an 11. Uh, I think I will use that inspiration. So 15 on the dice. um, And then I have... I had 10. 25 to hit. Yeah, uh, that... (laughs) (laughs) That hits Matt... Uh, so you, uh, what are you using? Your pistol? Yeah, just a pistol. So D10 for that. Uh, yeah, Snatch, you make your way to the prow of the boat and you get down low and you place your hands on the edge to steady yourself. And as the boat bounces with the kind of waves of the river, your goggles lock onto the target and you fire. And this, the sound of your pistol rings out amongst the wasteland of Avernus. Roll for damage. Really got to do something about that. And this is what you get for secretly donating all that money to the orphanage, you, you, you good person. Yeah. Yeah, stop yeah. doing good things. Liking puppies and... Matt. So the dead eye shot gives me advantage, so that's sneak attack. So I got five for the bullet, five, 10, 15, 17 points of damage. The bullet slams into the back of Matt and it rips one of his wings completely off of his back and then he plummets down into the river sticks. I've got telekinesis still on and I was trying to grapple him. Can I try and pick him up again and catch him before he hits the water? Yeah. Um, what do we need to do again? So if he wants to struggle, then a strength check. Damn it. Oh. Ten. I am 13. going to use... So Matt oh. plummets into the water and then he bobs back up to the surface. What do you want to do? I uh, use telekinesis to lift him out of the water and pull him towards the boat so I can draw him back 30 feet. Right. You'll pay for your good deeds, undead ban, a.k.a. Matt. So as the boat comes closer towards the pier, you can see that all the devils are looking over towards you. And uh, you scoop the body of Matt out of the water and draw him closer and then place him back down on the boat. And he looks at you and he's like, Oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. You didn't swallow too much of that water, did you? Who are you? Nobody. Level seven devils. Yes, that you're going to take to level two. Maximum wow. security clearance. Wow, level seven. Seven. Kill. Kill. Well, how you want to go? Down the river. Um, Shall we turn the boat around, Brackeye? Here you are, Captain. All yours. Cool. I know a secret way if you want. Oh, even better. Aye, that would be great. We have to travel over over land. Well, you're the tour guide. Lead on. Cool. Just quick huddle. He's just swallowed a mouthful of the river sticks. Should we really be, you know, think he knows where he's going? Best, better than we do, I guess. I suppose that's true. That's true. I suspect it's worn down his resistance to helping us rather than uh, his way path knowledge. Yeah, you look at Matt and you can see that the same kind of like enthusiasm and uh, lust for life that he once had has now kind of diminished a bit um, and his eyes seem permanently glazed over um, and he just kind of seems a little bit confused all the time. Yep. 
This is the guy for good. us. Yep. yep. Uh, Lead the way. Okay. Um, how does this thing work again? Uh, oh. Ripcord. <laughs> ripcord. All right. Yeah. Okay. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Well, let's go to shore. Sure thing. Great. So you uh, start traveling. Uh, you turn the boat back downstream again. And then you make a landing against uh, the shore on the right-hand side, the side which had the blood forest on it. You disembark. Would the boat with all of us in it weigh more than a ton? Um, thousand no. pounds. I don't know how much do each of you weigh. It's very personal. Like, I mean, and now uh, we're yeah, going to be going into encumbrance um, rules. And don't whatnot. worry about it. I doubt it. I doubt that you uh, weigh a thousand pounds. That's like the. That's a car is like that heavy. Yeah, it's made yeah. of whalebone. I, I mean, yeah. it's a it's a boat. It's a fairly lightweight boat. Um, and then with you guys on it, uh, yeah, sure, it's less than a ton. Can I use telekinesis to lift the boat out of the water and hover it over the land to take us a little bit further? <laughs> Didn't want to get your feet wet, eh? No, I didn't. Didn't want to, yeah. Great, yeah. You uh, continue riding along the waves, and then after one of the waves picks you up, and then you just continue to sail up off the river, and then you turn it uh, inland in the direction that Matt is pointing. He's like, that way, man. Wee. Yay. This is really scenic. Yeah. What are these, uh, what's this blood forest made out of exactly? Trees. Tre- mm. Cool. Trees, blood. Imps, blood, trees. Okay, I guess it's self-explanatory then. Mm. Um, it's a good name. Good name. Pretty cut and dry. Accurate. Yep. Uh, how long does uh, telekinesis last for? Uh, ten minutes. So. Ten minutes. Yeah, great. Minutes. So you get a fair way uh, inland. Um, you can travel at a pretty decent speed. Um, and so you sail over the top of the trees of the blood forest and then you make a landing just at the edge. The spell starts to wane and then you slowly make your way back down uh, amongst the trees. Uh, could you actually all roll for me a dexterity check? Eighteen. Five. Seven. Seven. <laughs> it's a bit of a rough rough landing. landing. Sorry, seven. sorry, everyone. Wow, everyone got like sevens. Thandor rolled an eighteen, <laughs> and I better roll for <laughs> old mate. And twelve for um old mate. Thandor um, lands like a superhero, and we all just like fall either <laughs> side of him. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. The the boat starts coming down slowly, and then the tree branches rise up towards you quickly, and then. On one side of the boat, Snatch and Brackeye get collected by the same branch. Um, as Must you're have been coming a branch going like vertical, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going horizontal, it, it would have only just got me or him. Well, unless I'm in front of or you. Or it tripped me up. Yeah, hit you in the knees. Just trying to make a small joke. Sorry, guys. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it collects uh, Snatch straight in the face while it collects you in the waist. Nice. Um, and Alan and Ariki's similarly tree branches reach out at you and knock you both off the boat. The telekinesis spell, once you are struck by the tree branch, completely diminishes and then the boat just slams to the ground. Everyone drops to the ground. You each take... Uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. Ouchie. Ooh. Oh, that that tree is definitely not the way I expected blood to feel on the way down. As in, it was hard and painful and spiky, maybe. Actually, Arikis, could you please roll a concentration check for me? Which is a constitution check. 13. 13. Great. Yep. You uh, you hit the ground, but you haven't taken enough damage that it actually breaks the seeming spell. So you are able to continue uh, concentrating 
and we all still have our devilish forms. Uh, and you now lie in this thick mud that is wet with blood and there is the tang of iron in the air and you can taste it in your mouth because you've fallen face first into the mud and all around you is this forest with gnarled branches twisted like clawed hands and hanging from the branches are the the large red sacks and then pulsing in the red sacks you can see imps as blood drips from the branches and the ground is thick with mud softened by the blood not my idea of a spa treatment no <laughs> TripAdvisor didn't tell me about the smell no, no. didn't mention that in the reviews it's got a real tang mm. metallic yep yeah sorry about that um can't wait for you to meet T Anyways. Come again? Um, T. So, alright, this way's. Who's T? Ah, uh, he's T. He's good dude. Why are we meeting T? Oh, he just hangs out around this area. Oh, are you still taking us to the shortcut to level two? Yeah, for sure. He, he'll be there. Okay. Great. Brekai uh, makes a perception check on this dude. Insight check? Insight check on this dude. 16. What are you trying to gauge from him? If he's actually taking us on a shortcut to level 2. Uh, 100%. He knows the way, and he is just so happy that he's got new buds that want to see the Nine Hells. Well, all right. I guess, um, look, I reckon we can deal with whoever this T is if it's a problem. Plus, he might just be a really nice guy. Yeah, maybe he could be helpful. Right, let's not let's not count his uh, habitat against him. No, let's not prejudge based on his surroundings. That's right. Aye. Or upbringing. Circumstances. Mm. Circumstances beyond his control. That's true. I pity the fool that uh, misjudges people on those bases. Yeah, we should make sure we call him by his proper preface. Prefix. Yes, mister. Yeah, mister. <laughs> um, so you look over and you see Matt looking at one of the red sacks and just like s- slowly touching it and just being like, it's like a lava lamp, man. It's cool. Hey, Mate, cool, Matt. It's, it's cool. Stop stroking your sack and lead the way. Don't get distracted if uh, possible. Yeah, no worries. Sorry. Uh, and he starts making... Uh, his way through the forest and you all follow along and it seems to take quite some time to get out of the forest. This Um, is taking quite some time Matt. And when you were flying through the air you felt like you were actually where you crash landed. You were pretty close to the edge of it but it's taking uh, a lot longer than what was expected but he's just super enthusiastic about it. Um, He's just oh you guys I can't believe you're my friends I just, it's been lonely here, and I'm just so glad to have you here with me. Can we bring it in? Uh, yeah, yeah, so long as it's gonna be a swift bring it in, and then we can get going. Okay, hug? Aye. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't hug because um, I'm a devil. I've also, the last person who did that got quite badly burnt. Oh, oh, good call. Okay, not gonna hug you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's go. And so uh, he continues to lead the way ahead of you, and it still takes quite some time. Like hours time. Yeah, we... you have been walking for hours, and then you actually break through the tree line, and then sitting in front of you is this huge pit that is filled with maggots. Wait. Ah, the maggot pit. We saw this before. Uh, yes, this is where the souls go to become lemures. Yeah, we got to get on the other side of the pit, and then you can see that there's this huge cliff face that's on the other side of the pit. Uh, Matt's like, okay, so you have to climb the, the cliff and get up, and then there's a cave, okay? And then through that cave, that's the secret way to the next layer. Wow, thanks, wow. Matt. We have to go up to go down. Yeah, I know, crazy, right? Yeah, it's all hmm. backwards here in the nine hells. Of course we know that. We're from here. Yes. Aye. 
It just uh, never ceases to amaze. Can we get around the pit, or do we have to go through the pit? Oh, we can take the long road and go around, yeah. I wouldn't recommend going in the pit, because it gets all kinds of funky. Oh, Okay, right. yes, I can smell that from here. Yeah. Uh, and you can see um, there are these imps that come along that are flying overhead, and they drop these glowing blue orbs down into the pit, and then the maggots swallow these blue orbs up, and as the blue orbs fall, you can hear them scream as the souls are being sucked into the maggot pit. And then on the edges, you can see these lumbering lemures, these creatures with skin that seems to slough off of their bones as they crawl out of the maggots. Okay, long way it is, uh, around the edge. Yep, yep, happy to go all the way around. Mm. I am not setting foot in there. I suppose we could fly, though. Could Should we, we could fly? Can we fly? I, I mean, I possibly could. Might take more than a minute. Oh, is there any way you can help us fly over the gap? Uh, yeah, I reckon I could. Uh, Ariki's plays her flying ditty. We're all going to fly across the big maggot pit. Um, can you fly as well? Uh, no. Oh, you can't fly. All right, I'm just flying by myself. Yeah, we can't. We'll, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Bye, Ariki's. Okay, I just fly along beside you, just because I can. You could go have a look at the cave and see if it's safe. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. I'll go over and check it out, and then I'll let you know. You just stay on the path. Yeah, we're going the long way around. Yeah. Left or right side? Left. Left, yeah. definitely, yes. Uh, all right. All right, great. So those who are taking the long way could you all please roll for me athletics checks um as you know once you finally make your way around the edge of the maggot pit you start climbing the cliff face as Ariki's, you play your flying spell that emanates from your loot and the the sound waves start to reverberate around you and the actual sound waves start to push you up off of the ground and you then rise up into the air using these sound waves and then you fly up to the top of the cliff. What was everyone's strength checks? 15. 7. Well, I rolled a 1, but I also have a negative 1 to that check, so technically... Zero. <laughs> Did you even try? <laughs> I ran up and like jumped onto the wall and then just fell off backwards. Uh, Thandor also has to roll a strength check. Uh, and he he rolled a 14. So yeah, so Alan, you go up to the wall um, and you start trying to lift yourself up, but you're <laughs> weak. Uh, to be able to, and then Thandor reaches out an arm to you and starts trying to help lift you up. Uh, Snatch, what did you get, sorry? Seven. Seven? Uh, okay, wow. Um, yeah, you all suck. Uh, Brat guy's bounding up the, the cliff face. He's doing... Um, uh, cartwheels. Cartwheels <laughs> up the, the cliff face, um, springing from one rock to the next. He's getting in a good heel hook and then um, doing a bat hang, and then he's uh, swinging around. He's a mad rock climber. After your years of uh, spending time with your tribe and climbing mountains, you are making a good way up the, the mountain. Don't even need cliff chalk. face. Snatch, you are struggling. You're slowly making your way up. Um, could Alan, Snatch, uh, Brackeye, and Thandor? Because uh, Thandor's helping you, Alan, you have advantage on it. Yay! I this. need it. Ooh, Thandor rolled a 23. Wow. More athletics? Yeah, another athletics. 14. 12. 19. Sorry, no, 23. 23. Great. Uh, so, Brackeye, you continue. You are well ahead of the rest of the group. You are making this look easy. You are just climbing up this cliff face. Uh, Snatch, you're making pretty good time now. You've started, you've warmed up your muscles. You're getting better at this and you can find with your smaller hands um, the, the little crevices that 
normal size folk, this isn't a small joke, this is actually helpful, is that you can get you can find more purchase on smaller holds that regular folk would not be able to grip onto. Um, and so you're actually really starting to make good headway up the top and Thandor helping Aelan as he climbs the two of you working in tandem together are actually starting to make a pretty good go at it. Which is basically me just on Thandor's back as he climbs the wall. Thank you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You're doing such a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're very skinny, so it's not too much weight. It's okay. You Um, do have to lift the weight of my ego. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... Arikis, you fly up to the top. You make your way to the top as Matt stands beside you as he flew up on his wings. Um, didn't, didn't I shoot one of his wings off? That's very true. Uh, he so, circled up on his wing. Yeah. <laughs> he spiraled up just like... Uh, he was hanging on to your foot as you flew up. I love uh, that he's still been this chipper the whole way, even though he's probably in a lot of pain. <laughs> He's had just swallowed river sticks water. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't feel the pain. Um, all of his uh, nerves and senses have basically <laughs> been destroyed. Um, and Ariki's in front of you. You can see this massive cave opening. Hey, guys, it's a massive cave. You got a rope? Might be good to check it down. Yeah, a little, little help here. Thandor's tiring. <laughs> I can do it. I, I can do it. No, I don't have a rope. Should have really given her a rope before she flew over there. <laughs> it would have been a good <laughs> idea. I think that through. <laughs> Each of you eventually make your way to the top, and you're feeling pretty tired at this point. It exerted a lot of energy for Thandor and um, Snatch. Uh, Brackeye, you made pretty good timing up there it wasn't much of a hassle for you Aelan you were just warm in hell you Mm. were just hanging off the back of Thandor so you know you weren't using too much energy as well so good for you Um, but Thandor is wrecked he is riggedy wrecked (sighs) okay so um what do we right let's go come on (laughs) Rego starts to walk down (laughs) yeah come on Thandor don't lag behind Okay, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I give you a hand up. Thank you, thank you, Snatch. Um, uh, okay, what are we doing? Okay, we're going in the cave. Shortcut time. Hey, um, can I inspect the cave with, I guess, my perception? Yeah, roll a perception check. That is fourteen. The cave is large. <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, the the cave is large. It's enormous. This cavern, and you can see stalactites and stalagmites all jutting out from the the roof and from the ground. Um, you can also see that on either side there is two more large cave openings, and then at the very far end there is a fifth, which is pretty much just as large as this cave opening there is um it's a mixture of smells and heat and cold yeah it's it's you kind of feel dread in the pit of your stomach do you remember eating that Mm, does that (laughs) does that smell like coriander yeah i'm getting bubbles of like uh, tar tar bubbles Mm. It must be garlic. Garlic, yeah. yeah. It's probably garlic. Notes of boysenberry. Smells delicious. Mm, grass. Yeah, fresh cut grass, mm. yeah, man. Oh, and is that... It smells a bit like dragon pubes. Up. <laughs> Once you smell it, you don't forget, you know? Yeah. Ah. Oh, yes, we can all relate to that. Um, yeah, I've got a wee bad feeling right, about guys. this. You want to come on through? We got to go through the front one down the other end, and then you guys can go to this. Great. Great. Um, Follow me. Should we have a short little... Everyone seems to tuck it out. Just a little, <sighs> little rest here. I'm fine. Um, 
Thandor's a little bit tired, and he did I'm, carry me up the the cliff, so I'm I feel a little bad. I, I could do with a bit of a a, a, sh- a short rest, just a quick breather, if you wouldn't mind. Just a few minutes. Um, you know me. I'm all I'm always for having a sit down. I I I think that's a good idea. We'll have a nice devil meet. Fine, but I'm using the time to do push-ups. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, uh, are you taking a short rest? Short or rest. Short rest. Half an hour just to chill and eat. Have we got food? Nope. No, I'm quite hungry. Even though devils don't eat, I guess, which is a thing I know. I just thought I'd try it out. You know, I'm starving. I uh, used a lot of energy just then. Um, I can try and speak to Tempest. He gave me water. Well, if he can give you food, even better. Uh, Thandor starts to reach out to Tempest. Uh, he looks deep within himself, and he, and he "Hello, Tempest, are, are you are you there? Um, we're really hungry. We could do with some food if you don't mind." Oh, what do you want, mate? I've got another fucking hangover. Ask him for some protein bars. It's really not a good time, Thandor. Oh. It- Got a really bad headache. You're you're hungover again? Yeah, well, yeah. It's a long weekend up here. Oh, right. Um, Tempus, uh, just quickly, uh, is is Helm and and everything? Were you out partying with Helm again? Might have been. Well, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the whole fucking world has fucking ended. Yeah. So why don't you stop being a dick and stop going out drinking all the time and maybe be a good god and fucking save people, you know? Because I'm out here busting my ass. I'm in fucking hell right now, man. And all I get every single time I try and give you a buzz is you're drunk, you're having a hard time. Well, you know what? The rest of the fucking human race and every other race, the elves, the dwarves, the orcs, fucking everyone is having a real fucking hard time. We're trying to fucking stop devils here, man. Could you get up off your ass and do something? Sorry, mate. I was just in the toilet. I, um, <laughs> just in the bathroom there. I just don't... What am I doing, South Africa? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I just stepped out of the room for a second. I didn't, didn't hear what you said. I need to go and have a spew. All right. You know what? Mate, what, what did you want, mate? You wanted some food or no, something? No, you know I what? Was... Don't worry about it. I'll deal with it. Fuck you. And Thandor hangs up on Tempest. <laughs> Did you get my protein bars? Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, Tempest wasn't answering my call. God. Oh. I'm kind of sorry to hear that, Thandor. That, yeah. that reminds me of something. Um, And she non-verbally communicates. Uh, Ariki's non-verbally communicates with the Type 5 that she's got something to tell them a little ways away from... Thingamy. Hey Matt, Thandor. look, it's an interesting rock. Oh wow, look at that rock. It looks like like a dragon or something. This way, this way. Looks like a dragon. Okay. Yeah. Right hey, uh, so um you you talking to uh Tempest made me remember do you know about the god Sha? I've heard that name. Um, yes. Yeah, we've heard it. She's the uh, the dark moon goddess. The the, the, the opposite of, of uh Mist, uh, not Mistra, um, Salune. Salune. What about her? Yeah, we ran into some of her followers that time, right? Yeah, yeah. in that last mm. place we were in. Dent. Yeah, Dent. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, um, she's apparently been helping um, uh, Calatras with with uh, with his devilry. Oh. Um. So I, I guess you got that information. The devils have aligned themselves with the the dark priests, Des? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of connection between the dark moon god and, and this normally, or is this new? I'm not too well versed in my uh, theology. Know. I don't know if she deals with devils normally, but it, I guess it makes sense with the moons colliding and only the dark moon being left. Mm. Some sort of conspiracy. They've made a pact together. 
Salune is uh, the god of the bright moon and mm. werewolves. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Braca, you're a werewolf, right? Hang on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that who Mika and the other ones worshipped as well then? Well, it must be. I wonder if that's how they got their powers to control their shape-changing ability. Well, and then they lost them when the, the moons collided. Oh, maybe there's been some sort of spat between the dark moon goddess and, and the moon goddess. Well, they have been at war for eternity since mm. the beginning of time. Yeah, was I mean, so have North and South Korea, but nothing's happened for a while there. That's, that's a fair call. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> happened for a while, but Come we're close talking. A few times. Yeah, we're talking long uh, time spans. Maybe it's more of an India-Pakistan situation where you know every few months there's a bit of a flare-up. No one's dropped the nuke though yet. Topical. So that's, that's good. Yeah, it looks like someone did drop a nuke this time though. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, just thought I should pass that on, given that I just remembered it, and uh, hi. I think maybe we should uh, take that into consideration on our journey through hell. Yeah, good call. No, very um, important. Pertinent. Yes, pertinent. Hmm. Are you okay, Thandor? Mm. I'm fine. Do you need a cuddle? Here, have a cuddle. Thandor starts walking into the cavern. Um, oh. Helm, uh, Helm. <laughs> get him, Whoa, get him, get him out of myself, Alan rushes after and uh, gives him a hug as they walk into the cavern. Oh no, devils! Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no hugging, devil, devil thing. Yeah. No touching. Uh, yeah, so you start making your way into the cavern and um, the first cave that's on the left, you feel this blast of cold air emanating from it. And the one that's on the right, uh, this like putrid, putrid smell emanates from it. And you continue further on in. And then uh, the second on the left... Um, um, they all have different elements to them. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's a blast. Wow, each of these caves are unique in a completely specific way. Wow, yes, um, amazing um, geode, yeah, patterns on the on the walls as well. I wonder if the uh, mineral composition has something to do with the pungent stench that seems to be emanating from each of these caverns. <laughs> no, that smells like burnt dragon pubes to me. Oh, oh it does. Mm, that reminds me of that time where we went to that party. Well. In, in Greymead. And everyone was oh, yeah. smoking the dragon pubes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't, I don't, my recollections of that party are limited at best. Yes, that's pretty much the only thing I can remember. Uh, and then ahead of you from the largest cavern opening, you see a pair of red eyes open and look at you. And beside it, on either side, another two eyes open. So now there's six. And then another two open. And there's ten eyes peering at you. As an enormous... Ten individual eyes or ten, or ten pairs, pairs of eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Five pairs of eyes. Sorry, just... Clarifying, thank I, you. I just wanted to see if they were next to each other. Yeah, they're next to each other. There's five pairs of eyes. And then a voice rings out. Thank you, Matthew. You have always been a loyal subject. No worries, T. Bye, guys. Bye, Matt. Matt See you, Matt. See you, Mr. Undead Ben. Matt makes his way uh, back through the entrance that you came through. Thanks for your continued support. And, <laughs> and then uh, f <laughs> with fire burning in his eyes, a devilish smile splits his face. Uh, and then from the depths of the darkness, a gargantuous scaled foot steps into the light and the head of a red dragon extends from the darkness 
and then the head of a green dragon, and a black dragon, and a blue dragon, and a white dragon, all attached to one enormous draconic body. And you are looking at the many draconic faces of Tiamat. No, we got it wrong. It's Mrs. T. Ah. Oh. Sup? Shouldn't have heteronormatized her. Yep, I definitely pity us fools for doing that. I, yes. Um, (laughs) Also, could everyone please roll wisdom saving throws with disadvantage? Oh, with disadvantage. Thought we were the 18. Turns out we were just 18. 18. Oh, fuck, because I got a 20 as well. (laughs) Double five. So, wisdom saving throw. Seven for Brackley. 13 for Rikis. 10 for Aelan. 10 for me. Is this against being frightened? Yes. So I get advantage. Yes. So I don't take disadvantage. So the two I rolled there where I got an 8 and a 20. Reroll one. Reroll one. Hmm? Well, because you rolled with the disadvantage, so it's kind of like you can't pick which one it was. Ah... Should just like re well just get rid of the twenty, bro. Why not? No way. You're right. I'll just get rid of the twenty. So it's still only ten. You just got to re-roll. Re-roll it. No, I was just gonna say she, because it wasn't disadvantaged. You should take the fuck. Yeah, of course you're gonna say take the twenty. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> What's your roll? Two. Uh, Don't you get to re-roll ones and twos? No, just, no, no, just ones. Just ones. Oh, spewing. It's a four. Okay. Uh, yeah, so all of the tight five are frozen in place, terrified as you look at the goddess of dragons. You are awestruck with the frightful presence of this creature. I drop to my knees in submission. Diggity damn. There's a swirl of darker um, smog down where my pant leg is. <laughs> well, that was. But you did an investigation check, Brakai. No, stand. Was it me? Insight. I didn't. Insight yeah, check. Yeah, yeah, they said shortcut. Um, I guess. Fuck. He didn't lie about it being a shortcut. I guess we're just. I guess it's through his butt. I mean, her butt. Uh, what brings you to my lair? Fracking? What brings the tight five to my lair? Speak. Rescuing a friend. Um, yes, we're here. here to rescue a friend. Yes. Yep. We're going down to level two. Level two. And that's not a euphemism for pooing. <laughs> <laughs> Although. At this moment, at this moment, and can I just say it's nice to not be the only one for a change? Why should I let you live? Uh, give me a reason. Um, fate well, of the universe hangs in the balance, right. all that kind of thing. And all of your d- d- dragon subjects are in d- danger, and what? we're here to help. Hey. It's true. It's true. Yeah, the, the goddesses are fighting and they're going to destroy the world and they're uh, teaming up with the devils and stuff. I have noticed the devils' ranks are swelling. They are massing to finally end the blood war between demon and devil. Uh, which side are you on? I take no part in their futile war. Great, great dragon lady, uh... Queen of all dragons ever and most mighty of goddesses. Uh, surely it would be uh, devastating to you and your followers, uh, as I'm sure you already know, uh, when if, if the blood were, were to end and uh, devils allowed to, to attack your, your beautiful and powerful subjects. Roll a persuasion check. Yeah, I will. 
I rolled a seven. <laughs> That's a sixteen. Huh. <laughs> You're quite persuasive. Definitely not going to try to suggest to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she's got a pretty good say. Yeah, I think she's um, right. You speak the truth, Aelan. Oh, thank you, lady. I have watched as the shards of the moon, the devils taking their power. You think you can stop to beta? Um, yes, I think we can stop the world's dissipating, yes. Despater! The archdevil of the second layer of dis. As she uh, says that uh, powerful world, Aelan falls backwards uh, onto the floor of the cave and just scrambles backwards a little bit in in terror. His robe's riding up high. Yeah, real high, like just up over the hips. Well, they're stuck to you at the moment, so yeah. (laughs) True. (laughs) Just... uh, Trouser glue. (laughs) Just revealing my waiter pants. I I realise it's a long shot... I believe that we can do something about it. We've got to try anyway. They will use the shards to open the portal, gaining a greater foothold in the abyss. They will take my subjects and rule them. I will let you you must make me an offering. What do you have for me? Uh, just one one moment, please. Uh, Sorry. Uh, your greatness, we would uh, like to confer in order to uh, offer you adequate adequate uh, offerings uh, to your greatness and power and, and, and of course, mightiness and, and sharp teeth. Make it quick. Yep, no worries. Uh, 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 okay. Who's got what? Come on. Um, I have two half-chewed macadamias. Oh. Um, I uh, didn't mention those when we were asking for food earlier. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I planned to suck on them later until they melted. Um, uh, Unlike you, Aelan, you would have been all sharing and stuff. That just shows your greed. Um... Well, no, I was actually saving my other magical macadamias and cashews of Helm's <laughs> glory for later. I have a scrog and mix what for everybody. What are we going to give her? What I, are we going to give I've her? I've only got my weapons in this belt of dwarven kind. I don't think there's anything I could offer. Yeah, I don't think I can... I mean, look, offering up any of our physical weapons that are going to actually help us in that mission could, won't necessarily help her. Maybe could, I could persuade her to help us. Mm, I, I feel like that's a risky move. It is. What if, what if, what if Ricky's were to offer a song? Or, uh, a song? Or, or or maybe the voice in my head? Oh, yes. yes. Could we give her that? That sounds like a really great idea. New servant. Yes. I, uh, For the cause. And a song, maybe? Well, sure. I mean, maybe. And two half sucked macadamias. Right. I, and um, uh, I'm sure in my. Has anyone got some rope? That's always useful. I wish I'd had some back there, actually. No. Yep. No. I, I might. I'd check in my pack. Right. Enough. Oh, yep, we got uh, something very attractive for you, we think. Uh, A that- g- great what deal. is it? Well, a uh, couple of half-chewed macadamias. Yeah, half-sucked. Half-sucked yes, macadamias. Two half-sucked, desalted macadamias. It gets better from here. It much, gets much better. better. We're start- starting. You insult me. Start low. Stop. Start low. Just... Hold on. More of a cashew dragon. And uh, a, a song, a song we can offer? From the bard that destroyed the multiverse. True. Aye. Powerful song. Powerful song. And also the, 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 the thing that lives inside her head. Aye. Not her brain, the other thing. The devil in her head room. Inside your head, Arikis, you can feel the other you bashing against the cubed prison, screaming, No, no, you man. You can't, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. Republicans. Republicans. Um, play for me. 
and a, a risky song. All right. Can bards give themselves inspiration? Yeah, can I give myself inspiration? Um, probably not. No, but the DM can award inspiration. And for this, I will give you advantage on your performance check. God damn, look at that performance check. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good anyway. We used it a couple of times. I know. Um, all right. That is a 13. It's a 14. Nice. Great. Uh, plus 12 uh, is... 26. 26. And I play Ariki's song. And bits of the ground around Ariki's lift up around her and spin and start to glow as the friction in the air heats them. And, um, yeah, I don't know the lyrics to the song. <laughs> no, it's... Fantastic! The the music, you feel that in this time of need, you feel that song which has been buried deep within your heart, away from Republicies, away from Calatras. You had it hidden deeper within yourself, and it now blooms through your loot, and the stones glow around you, and the vortex swirls. And Ariki's finishing her song comes to a kneel and says, Elan, I might need your help with the other part. Uh, Great Lady Tiamat, the, the devil exists within her mind. Would you like me to be of service to you in, in bringing it out? There is no need. And Tiamat lumbers towards you, her gargantuous clawed feet pounding steps towards you and you are minuscule in her presence and she lifts one clawed hand towards you and the tip of her claw presses against your forehead and inside your mind you hear your alternate self. And a small blackish smoke starts to emanate from your forehead and out through your eyes and your nose and your mouth as this black swirling essence is ripped from your mind and the black energy swirls in this ball. And then Tiamat retreats. Thank you for your gift. Ah, our pleasure. Thank you for being uh, such a powerful and wise dragon. Thank you. Thank you for your mercy upon us. Um, look, just we're going to do the, um, the saving the universe thing. Any tips, tricks, uh, any helpful pointers or... Weak spots. Uh, assistance that you could lend. Uh, great lady. Don't die. That's, nice, Cole. Yeah, good uh, advice. Good one. And Tiamat retreats and steps to one side and with her left front claw points behind her and allows you to take passage past her. Aelad scrambles along the wall, just bowing the whole time. Ah, thank you, lady. <laughs> oh, uh. And you make your way through the tunnel. And it is dark. So dark, it absorbs all light. And that's where we'll end the game. Thank you for joining us for another episode, another chapter of Dice Paper Roll. That is, of course, book two, chapter 19. The many-headed dragon lady, or something else better than that. <laughs> Tiamat. The Tiamat. gift. Yeah, the gift. Maybe, maybe. Mm, let's workshop. Science yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for another couple of weeks. We'll see you in a fortnight for the brand new adventures of the Type 5. Um, take care and good night. Good, good night. night. Good night. Good night.
time for a loose 10 with the Tide 5, a dissection. Ooh-wee. Danny, Tiamat, Tiamat ring of hey. Jesus Christ. As, as soon as I, I, I thought it was going to be five uh, devilish T-Rexes at the start. <laughs> Did you? Mr. T, yeah, T. Yeah. And I, so I was uh, I was a bit excited. And then it was like one dragon head. I'm like, oh, a red dragon. And then a white dragon head. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's where... Felt there was a, I don't know, like, I guess I, I really wanted that to happen, um, obviously, like, um, but I was also, there was, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I kind of felt like I railroaded a little bit, made that sort of happen because I wanted that didn't, kind of moment didn't feel in that terms way. of, like, no, whether you're taking way. the, the, the like, river or the shortcut, the river or the shortcut, yeah, but or our, Avenus, but like, our guide had just taken a dunk in the river sticks and was clearly a little bit affected. I didn't think, I didn't feel rail, railroaded with that. No, bit. we no. chose to go the yeah. shortcut yeah. other than the river. Yeah. Mm. Even knowing he was kind of affected, mm. but I think the danger of being on the river was enough that it was like, well, and also we need to just get to level two. That's the whole point of being there. If yeah. there's a shortcut on offer, we're going to take, take it. it. Plus we don't want to be here longer than we have to. You might find yeah. an Easter Greg along the way. Exactly. Know. Hidden <laughs> Easter Greg. Yeah. Where was the Easter Greg? No Easter egg egg this episode. No, it's probably in the pile of gold behind Tiamat. Or or buried in the maggots deep. Yeah. um, Yeah, that's where it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they jumped in the the maggot pit. But yeah, the the whole river sticks is like basically it's um, enfeeblement. It does, it does, it pretty much reduces you down to like zero intelligence. Um, The river sticks. Fucks you up. Is it you need a wish to reverse it, or I think it's like if it's only like a quick dunking, you can kind of, or if you only like put a hand in, that it's like it wears off after like a month or something like that. Oh. It's got like long, long term. But if you're fully submerged, it's yeah. I think it's like you need a wish spell. Wonder how that works with Achilles because he was dunked in the river Styx and held up yeah. by his ankle or his you know, mm. heel. I guess mm. Achilles mm. didn't run. Uh, fifth edition rules. Or, nor yeah. was he known for his mental. He was so yeah. prowess. No, he was so long ago. He must have um, been original Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, they D and D. What was the A D D and D B C? Yeah. What was the original human? Because they all had set classes, didn't they? Never mind. Math was a fighter, wasn't it? Human fighter, barbarian. Mm. Like Conan. Nerd. <laughs> no, just older nerd than you. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to have, um, if you guys couldn't come up with a good enough offering, which fucking fantastic offering. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to delve into my sound archives to find a Ricky Zong again. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was going to have it so then... Um, You're going to have to make an, a sound archive and then delve into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kerry Marsh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to have it so then once you have achieved... Um, what it is that you're seeking to do that you must promise Tiamat that you will summon her back to the mortal plane Ooh. was what was going to be. Lucky we got away with that. Yeah. Like that been bad. Yeah, bad, I would not have been cool with that. Robbing yeah. Peter to pay Paul a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. You wouldn't have been. You wouldn't have been happy with that. But wouldn't it's have... like, what's your alternative? Yeah. Die. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, it was kill two birds with one stone. We didn't want Republicans in. In just so, oh, so, so we haven't actually mentioned in the show or at any other point what or who re- like Republicans. Yeah, yeah, it might be confusing. We just mentioned her out of the blue in the end there. So yeah. um, I mean, we're in the the dissection. Now's the perfect yeah. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So because initially Greg put to me that um, when Arikis was transformed into the the devilish Arikis, she would be like this um, kind of much more evil and twisted looking, but I felt like it made sense to me that she would be more beautiful and uh, sort of like a uh, a Fox News presenter. So, <laughs> um, so that's where the that that was how we we came up with Republicies in the uh, in the car <laughs> ride over great. to Adelaide. Yeah, um, 
Republican Arikis. Yeah. Republicies song? Yeah. Republicies song. Well, Republicies I, thong, surely. <laughs> I guess, I guess it, if, if we do release on Patreon that um, that car ride, that yeah. dissection that, oh, that we did, yeah. we, it would have the origins of Republicies. That was in that. Only okay, came up cool. in one came up in one episode yeah. or will Republicies return? Got to. Spin-off series. Yeah. Yeah, and that was because I couldn't think of anything more evil than a fucking Fox News presenter. <laughs> <laughs> and frackers. Yeah. Oh, you weren't trying hard enough. No. Yeah. There's plenty of evil in the world. That's yep. right. Way worse than that. And on that happy note... It's so nice of you to join us. Uh, that's the end of our dissection. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Tight five. Uh, scoot. Scoot! Scoot. As the tight five make their way down the corridor, Brackeye hangs back a bit and kind of bows his way back to T-Mat and goes, oh, Excuse me, Mrs. T, I am... Um, I met a really interesting moon dragon uh, a couple of days ago, and um, you know I thought we had a real connection. And uh, I mean, I don't know; it, would be, it might be presumptuous of me to ask, but I, I'm just wondering if there's any way you could put in a good word for me. And he smiles sheepishly. Tiamat grins and laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and turns and walks away. Sweet. I think they went pretty well. Pretty well. <laughs> cool. Okay, catch us up with his friends.